for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, it's a little bit different for us because we have a full band and they're not in the same room. So it's going to be a little <laughs> bit exciting. We got, so we got the Highway Women, or yeah, the Highway Women. I had it right. I don't know why I double guessed myself. We have the Highway Women <laughs> with us. How's it going today, ladies? Really good. Awesome. So let's, before we really jump into it, um, let's have everybody introduce themselves individually so people kind of know who's speaking and they have a name with the voice and face. So let's go ahead and I guess we'll start with uh, Drew. Hey everyone, I'm Drew Haley. I'm Kristen Kay. And I'm Heather Harper. Awesome. Um, And so how did... um, how did you all, the, the band kind of come together? Let, let's kind of start from there. Well, honestly, it was actually a, a group uh, that was made by Jill Pavel, who's our awesome manager. And she's kind of the one who had the um, original idea and kind of put it together. And then she individually found all of us and uh, invited us to join. And it's been awesome. So thanks to Jill. She's awesome. We love her. Awesome. Awesome. And so what's, um, uh, we really like to get to know everybody on an individual basis. So uh, what got everyone interested in the music? And I guess we'll start with, uh, let's say Kristen, because you're to the left of me. Okay. Um, what got me started in music um, is probably just my passion for music. I've always wanted, like I've always been singing pretty much. I always say since they would let me and I figured out how. <laughs> and uh and I always kind of just fell in love with um, music and singing and performing is like everything that I ever want to do. And I really wanted to do it because a lot of other artists have really inspired me a lot and helped me through life with their music. And I kind of wanted to do the same thing for other people. So, yep. Wonderful. And then Heather? Well, I actually grew up around music my whole life. Um, like I pretty much started singing in church and my biggest inspiration for even getting me involved is my mother. She actually started off singing on stage and stuff. And, uh, I just, ever since I I wanted to be on the stage with her and sing and, and I've loved music since I was about three, I think is about the time I started to sing. And I was like, Oh, you can sing too. (laughs) So yeah. And then Drew. So yeah, my story's kind of similar to that. I started singing with my grandmother and my aunt and we sing, we still sing three-part harmony. Um, I'm the alto usually or <laughs> in the group, but um, yeah, I guess, gosh, I don't know how old I was. It was probably about 10, 11, 12 when I started singing with them in church and um, 
we sang at funerals. We sang the national anthem at the football games, <laughs> just kind of <laughs> wherever we could, uh, we could, but, um, started that. And then I started writing songs at 12 and that's when I picked up my brother's guitar and started picking out some chords. And, and I think that's when I started, um, uh, taking it seriously is when the songs started to pour out. So, and that's really where it all began for me. Awesome. Awesome. So the, the reason y'all are here is you got a new single coming out, uh, Shake the Dust. It drops Friday. Yep. Yeah, yep. Friday. Yay. It, like, the pandemic is just so crazy. It's like, wait, what day is it even? What, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah, you Post-quarantine. <laughs> so you guys got the new single dropping. Um, what's kind of the story behind it? Yeah. Well, let's kind of start there. What's the story behind the single? Well, actually, our girl who's unfortunately not here right now, but Amanda Pruitt was the one that actually brought us the song. It was actually a song that she um, co-wrote with one of her friends, and we were really lucky that she let us record it as a group because the song is so powerful and amazing. And the day she said that we were going to do it, I was really excited. So the song actually came from her, but then it's kind of taken on a life of its own with all the harmonies and all of us and everything we added to it. So it's really, really exciting. Awesome. And so was there concern that you were going to have to push back the release of the song due to the pandemic or did you kind of already have everything recorded before everyone went into lockdown and went isolated, I guess. Right. Well, we were kind of lucky because we actually had recorded the song at the end of last year. Okay. And then uh, we had just finished the music video right before all of this happened. Thank mm-hmm. God. Um, so we were actually lucky that we already had it all together. We just kind of, I think we had to, pushed back when we released it a little bit because of everything that has happened. Mm-hmm. But um, but I'm really excited. And I think everything kind of happens for a reason. And I think it's coming out at the right time. So I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think so too. Sweet. And you, so is the music video dropping on Friday as well? Or will that be at a later? A later time. Later time. And mm-hmm. what was that kind of process like for you? Uh, shooting the music? So much video, fun. <laughs> How, oh god yeah, yeah. let much, me just uh, say oh, if we ever had a video behind the scenes of us shooting the music video it would be like a blooper reel as long as or long as the video itself i'm not the biggest goof in the group or maybe yeah, I don't know. you are <laughs> we all we could be good way today. too much fun way too much fun. yeah we did nice that's awesome yeah <laughs> Um, so it'll be dro- you said it'll be dropping at a later date then do you have uh, a- yeah we haven't got a, a date yet per se but i know it should be soon after the song comes out i'm not sure exactly when okay and is this uh is this single kind of leading to a new ep or an lp or is it just kind of strictly singles right now um we've mostly just stuck with singles right now but i believe it will eventually lead to an ep of songs so that's coming in gotcha awesome and so what was the um uh experience like going into the studio to record shake the dust i thought it was a an amazing experience um and it was just a lot of fun to do and i think just just being ourselves and you know, just relaxed, made it, made it a lot more fun to record that song together. 
and we all got to do it together. Um, like she said, right before all of this, a few months before all of this. So. Awesome. Where'd you guys, uh, record it at? Uh, we recorded at Larry Beard's and, uh, mm -hmm. that was the first time I actually recorded there. And it was really cool because it's like the first time I've like been in a full on professional Nashville, like recording studio. So I'm never usually nervous, but I know like right before I went in, I was like super nervous seeing like people like my girl Reba on the wall being like, she's been here. So like the pressure is real. Right. <laughs> yeah. Super fun. It was awesome. Yes. Get a blast. <laughs> you know, there's only like gold records on the walls, like all the way down the hallway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you think you were intimidated just by the legacy, or what do you usually get nervous when you have to go into the studio? Or um I, it was kind of weird for me because I normally don't get nervous. I just saw a whole lot of names and was like, okay, I'm yeah, like, whoa. Like, <laughs> So and now we're here. So that's a big deal. <laughs> like yeah. I think we really didn't know what to think about it besides being nervous at first, but like I said earlier, it ended up being a lot of fun getting to do that together and experience that together. Yeah. Yeah, I have a, a lot of good things to say about Larry and his team. Like they're so nice, super chill. Like we had a blast working with them and it was chill once we went to like record everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. They made it a lot easier. <laughs> And so what was, um, you said, um, uh, uh, for the fourth member, Amber was her name? Yes. Amanda, Amanda, sorry. It's all good. Um, Amanda, she came to you with the song and then you guys kind of just made it your own to fit within the group. Yeah. It's kind of something where, uh, the, kind of a trend that we're moving forward with is actually most of us are bringing in songs that like one of us has written or multiple of us together has written and then we kind of make it uh, become a group song and add harmonies and stuff so that's kind of what we'll be doing moving forward so that we can actually be like part of the writing process that's cool okay how, how had you guys kind of done it before as far as writing was it like one person was strictly the writer or yeah. Um, we actually had songs that were pitched to us originally, and um, then we actually got the songs. We kind of agreed on them, but uh, but it, that's why we're excited moving forward. Not that we don't love the songs that we have, because we had a blast with those as well. Yeah. But um, we're just excited to kind of give our own feel, and it's cool to actually be able to do some of the writing. So, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so. I guess this will be more of an individual question because I guess everybody kind of has their own creative process. When you guys sit down to write, what's kind of your process individually? Like well, um, I mean, I know everyone's different, but I, I kind of do it two different ways. I'll either have a melody come to my head first and be like, oh my gosh, this will go great with these lyrics that I had just written down the other day, or I'll have lyrics come down in my mind and I'm like, now I need a melody to go with that. And then I just kind of put two and two together and that's just how I make a song. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I really like to start with a hook. Okay. I like to, and that can either be melody or the lyrics, um, whichever, but then that kind of gets me excited. Yeah. Um, I like to get 
um, I don't know, like, and I like to like marinate on it a little bit. That's typically how it works for me. But then there's those times when I'm just like bottled up a song and I know it's in there and it needs to come out. And then it just like, I can write it in like in minutes and then, you know, and you're like, whoa, I don't remember writing that. You know, it's that, that process of just, um, I don't know, but it flows yeah. and you're kind of yeah. in that, in that mode. But then, um, but I'd say most of the time it doesn't really work like that. It's like an idea, um, something that's, you know, inspired it. Yeah, absolutely. And then Chris. Yeah, I'd agree a little bit with both of y'all because I think I've definitely had those moments where it was kind of that idea that you were just like overwhelmed with emotion, whether it be good or bad or whatever. And it just kind of poured out on the page and then you read it back being like, I don't even know how I just wrote that. Where did it <laughs> yeah. come from? It's like the best songs, I think, um, when that happens. But usually I agree, it's kind of it's kind of more of a start of an idea. Like a lot of times I'll be actually like talking to a friend or somebody and then it'll be something that like they say or some way that I say something and I'm like, wait a minute, that's a song idea. That happens all the time with Kristen. Yeah, yeah Kristen yeah. speaks song titles all the time. Like that's a song idea. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's yeah, awesome. So that's I love I love that. That's so, that's funny and amazing at the same time. It's <laughs> so since you guys are kind of all spread out all over, all over, I guess all over the country is a fair statement to make. Um, how do you guys kind of manage your schedules when you sit, when you're like in the process of recording or do you guys all just meet in Nashville and um, like, what's that kind of process trying to organize everything? We, we definitely chat all the time on the phone. I mean, um, and we meet up as much as possible in Nashville together. And uh, that's pretty much it right there. Nice. Yeah, the, the thing that's helped us a lot is that the, the power of FaceTime. Yeah, <laughs> we space yeah well, the phone, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, talk about everything, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's uh, full-time musicians at this point? Or... It it kind of <laughs> was with side hustles yes yes Full-time <laughs> i mean like i'm not able to perform live or have it you know in the last couple months it's yeah. so yeah picking up um whatever you can to get mm -hmm. by yeah. so, yes times gotcha so with with the the state of the world going on right now what have you guys kind of been doing to challenge yourself musically write more songs yeah definitely gives, I, I, definitely gives us more time to actually sit back and write more music than we've had before we didn't have that time you know yeah. that's right yeah is anybody yeah. like is experimenting with a new sound or like pulling from different genres like influ influentially I, wow that was a really weird word <laughs> um i don't know if i've like really been experimenting too much with sound but um I would also say besides songwriting I've been working on my guitar a lot because if anybody knows me I'm usually well the girls will, will agree with me but usually I'm the person that's like no I'm too scared I'm not gonna play guitar <laughs> so I kind of buckled <laughs> down and I've been practicing more than I have like in a really long time and I'm finally just kind of getting more confident with playing and singing at the same time because it is not as easy as some people make it look so <laughs> I'm proud of myself for that <laughs> nice hey that 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 really matters like just kind of sitting down and 
learning how to play or not learning how to play guitar, but like just picking up new skill sets, learning new chord progressions, you know, just like all the stuff that some people are just gifted enough to be able to pick up. It's not as easy for, you know, I've got to work really hard at it. It's not something playing guitar is not something that's become natural for me. Not like writing, singing. It's certainly something I have to constantly work at. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say for me, I obviously have been playing by ear since I was seven. And then about three years ago when I started full-time performing, I had a guitar player because I couldn't read chords. Well, he quit on me. And in one day I taught myself chords and I've been playing for myself ever since. And I just like was so determined because I didn't want that to happen again. Yeah. So wow. you, can, you can do that. <laughs> That's awesome, girl. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Nice. You know, it's, it, that's really that's really amazing because it's just like watching people that play guitar it's like I don't even know if I could remember like one chord like just the you know it's just like mm-hmm. oh man like <laughs> I could sit here and I could talk about it and I could like record it with uh Jeff and all or my uh audio team but it's like yeah I, I can't tell the difference between like a open chord or uh you know i can't tell the difference so you know it yeah. hey everybody's got their skills and talents and things that they're especially good at so yeah. hey <laughs> yeah yeah because you know it, it took me almost two years just to kind of start learning like the real basics like right now like it took me two years to tell if a guitar was out of tune like if the, somebody was playing a note out of tune like it took me two years to be like hey that's sounds a little out of tune they're like oh it's way out of tune and it's like okay so you know but you know it's one of those things just kind of being around it you just kind of learn it's like oh hey that doesn't sound right you know yeah yeah but um what's kind of the uh plan moving forward with the band um pandemic pending you know like obviously shows aren't really a thing that are gonna happen at a full capacity anytime soon but what, what's kind of are you guys doing like virtual shows or what are you guys kind of doing to make sure you stay fresh uh i think mostly we're focusing on recording more songs and putting more music out there at a, maybe a bit of a like faster rate um i will also say there's a special project thing going on but i can't talk about it um so there's some really cool stuff coming that has to do with highway women but that's all i can say (laughs) nice nice um so i i guess one of the one of the interesting questions with having a group of musicians that could also like run as their own individual acts have uh do all of you kind of play like individual solo acoustic sets or do you primarily just play as a the group, the highway women? Well, we all have our own solo stuff that we do separately. And uh, we're still continuing to do that on the side of the highway women. But I think our focus is, of course, the highway women. Um, But like I said, we still have our solo stuff we do as well. Yeah, honestly, for me, I I would say that I'm pretty balanced in both of them. Like, I Mm -hmm. I see both of them as like a major priority. And honestly, because sometimes people always ask, like, is it one or the other? Is one a side gig? It's like, not really. They're just Mm -hmm. two different projects because there's some stuff you can only do solo and 
some that is just different in a group and you get different experiences. So it's kind of worth it to really just dig into both of them, I think. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's a better word, Kristen. More it's more balanced. Yeah. That yeah. And it's actually not that bad of a thing to have. Like if you have a group of four women that could all do their own solo sets, you like if you ever get into a pinch where your opener quits, you have four potential openers that could just kind yeah, of go out and go. do like a solo. I've seen it done before. There was a small show where it was supposed to be three groups. And this one group was like, well, I mean, we have three groups within this one group, so we mm -hmm. could technically fill the entire show. And I felt so bad for the lead singer because she essentially just played like a four hour set. And it was like, ooh, like, I mean, I, it wasn't all singing the entire time, but it was just like, dang, that's brutal. Just yeah. going out there and running a four hour set like it's nothing, so. Yeah. that's a good point i never really thought about that but that's true I, like and I mean obviously that that's not going to happen at like the bigger venues but like if you go to like a smaller venue it, it quite possibly could happen you know just because you know you just never know but true so um one of the things that we really like to do here on live and amplified is we, we like to make sure we pass on as much knowledge as we can, especially to like younger musicians, maybe ones that are just like starting to explore their possibilities in the music industry. Like if they want to start playing professionally or just start playing for fun. Um, what advice do you have for younger musicians that are just starting out? And I think I would say, oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna pick somebody, but go ahead, Drew. Well, start with me, you know. <laughs> Um, so I guess I would just say, don't let fear hold you back. I know that that that's, there was a period in my life. I mean, I don't know, I'm 34 years old now, but there was at least five or six years, um, where I, I just was too scared to put my stuff out there. And, and, and I started out pretty young. My first album I put out when I was 18 and, um, and then I put another one out a couple of years later and then I think then there was just this break, but I think it was mostly just, just fear. And I mean, my advice would just be that don't do, don't let that hold you back because that is something you will regret is letting those years go by and knowing that you could have, you know, you, know, you just never know, you know, and don't do that. If you're listening and you're thinking about putting music out there, do it. That's what I was about to say. Just go for it. Don't be afraid. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty close to your age, Drew. I'll be 31 Sunday. Um, and I was just thinking, what was I thinking 15 years ago? Why was I so scared? Why didn't I have this confidence? And I'm looking back laughing at myself like, why? Why was I like that? Why didn't I just go for it when I had opportunities? So don't be afraid to go for it. It doesn't hurt to try. All the worst you're gonna get is what no. Then yeah, keep exactly. going. Yeah. Keep going. You're going to get no's. You're gonna get mm -hmm. turned down. It happens to all of us. But that shouldn't be a reason to stop or to give up. You just gotta keep going. That just wasn't the correct doorway that you were meant to go through. Just right. keep doing it. And uh another thing I was gonna I just totally went blank for a second. <laughs> But a moment because you want to roll. I was like, don't hear what I was about to say. <laughs> but 
yeah, I mean, and another thing that I was going to say too, also follow your gut. If something doesn't feel right, then don't do it. That's what I was going to say. Because like I said, there's going to be also times that you're going to run into things that don't feel right. Follow your gut. Don't do that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but definitely go for putting your music out there, putting yourself out there, go play shows, you know, I mean, I think we all had to start off playing free shows, you know, like take that opportunity, get yourself out there. Yeah, I would agree with what everything they both said, but um, I would just say the, the key to like really being successful and doing it is just be really hardworking, be crazy determined, and don't let all of the people that doubt you like get in your way because I, I agree with Drew. I've had, I think there was about almost a year that I just kind of up and quit because I got scared because I think that happens to a lot of people because um it's hard to go after something that you can't like physically see I know sometimes and sometimes you're like I don't know if this is going to work out but honestly the key is to believe in yourself because at the end of the day if every day you wake up and that's what you want to do then why are you doing anything else like because we got one life so mm-hmm. I mean I'm younger than most of them <laughs> because I'm the baby but, <laughs> but at the same time like I, I would just always say to people, doesn't matter, honestly, what age you are, there's no wrong time to do what you were meant to do in your life. And you will never regret going after what you are passionate about. So it is the best thing that I ever did was just kind of like, let go. And to tie it all in, that's pretty much what Shake the Dust is about. Is It's just kind of like going for it and not being afraid and kind of having that moment where you know something isn't really working and you know this is the thing you really need to do. You need to just shake the dust and just have faith and go after it. Yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. the right thing to do is the hardest thing to do. But... True. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, all that, all that really resonates with me because it's like had I been doing the live and amplified thing when I was – 23 and not 33 you know it it'd be completely like we'd be in a completely different state of mind like if we if I was five years in at 23 instead of 33 it's like man it would have been completely different you know we'd be so much further along and not knowing why I wasn't doing stuff like this probably because I was scared not not wanting to be on camera talking to people you know but yeah so um, so I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to ask a fun question right now. So what is your current guilty pleasure song? I thought you were going to say snack and I already had it ready. <laughs> okay. Well, since, since you, uh, since you opened up that can of worms, we'll, we'll ask that question first. Okay. I'll answer both questions. Okay, so my guilty pleasure snack right now is Fire Hot Cheetos. And I'm really obsessed with Morgan Wallen. I love um, Chasing You uh, and and his cover of Jason Isbell's Cover Me Up. While I eat my hot Cheetos. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice I, i've actually really been addicted to that new uh cheetos popcorn that oh, stuff is it. yeah it's Wait, really that's a thing yeah basically the okay. cheeto cheese with on popcorn and then they also have the flaming hots version of it as well so all right yeah. <laughs> i've only ever um, seen it at, i've only ever seen it at walmart's but 
just kind of a side note there. No, that's cool. I didn't know about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think. Um, I would say during the whole quarantine, my like guilty pleasure is Oreos. I've been consumed way too many of them <laughs> during the whole thing. <laughs> because I would just also say specifically the dark chocolate ones. Dude, those, those can change your life. <laughs> but but uh, as of like music, uh, shoot. I don't know if there's one in particular. I'm kind of always all over the map, I feel like. But I have like actually been um, binge watching old episodes of Reva's TV show from back in the day because um, she's yeah. kind of my girl, if you didn't notice. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I've been listening to her music actually more than I have in like a while just because I've been watching it and it cracks me up. It's super fun. <laughs> well, okay. I was trying to think of a snack and I thought Pringles was kind of too simple. I have to say I'm addicted to orange Tic Tacs. <laughs> what? That's so random. That is so random. <laughs> I love orange Tic Tacs. They, I mean, they're supposed to apparently make your breast feel good, but I like to eat them like candy. Is that wrong? <laughs> Thank you. And I have, some, I have some in my purse right now. <laughs> So no judgment zone here. Yeah, no, no judgment. No judgment whatsoever. And as for a guilty song, uh, kind of like Kirsten, I, I listen to everything, all kinds of music. I really don't have a specific person or genre. I like I like my pop. I like my rock music. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so nice. that genre is my guilty pleasure of music. Gotcha. Awesome. And just so we're on the same page, and I, I uh, kind of out there with you, my guilty pleasure snack right now, and this has only really been during the quarantine because when we were going through like that weird time where we were starting to get like food shortages, anytime I went to the store, like all the cheap stuff was gone. So I had to like go buy like the really expensive stuff. And I got really addicted to uh, Bluebell ice cream uh, cookie two-step. So it's like Ooh. Oreo cookie. Ooh, that's it's, ice cream. Is that like cookie dough it, ice cream or something? It's like cookie dough ice cream and Oreo cookies and cream. So it's like cookie what? dough and cookies and cream. Oh, I've, never I've had that. I've never heard of it. It's amazing. The only issue is, is my freezer can't keep it cold enough. So it's like, <laughs> if I, if I like leave the freezer open too long, it gets a little soft and it's like, okay, let's, let's put it like right by the vent. You know, so my ice cream <laughs> I'm is getting so them. So it is amazing. Absolutely. I have amazing. to try that now. I love ice cream way too much. So yeah. I know. And I love it, Bluebell. I am from Texas. Yep. I represent. Yep. Hey, Bluebell stays in my house. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, I haven't had it in a, I think this week is probably the longest I've gone without having it just because I'm trying to see how uh, no dairy in my diet just kind of affects my skin and my acne. But I miss it too much, so I think I'm just kind of yeah. Like, I, it's worth it. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. Oh, um, and then my guilty pleasure song is not because it's a bad song, just because it's kind of a random old song from the '90s. It's a uh, "Self Esteem" by Offspring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, good band. Yeah, it you know, not that it's a bad song. It's just like that's a really random '90s song to be listening to, you know. So. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but as we kind of start uh, working our way to the end, end of this podcast, because I don't want to keep you all here all night. 
although I feel like we probably could. Um, what's let, Let's kind of end it on this question, and I'm going to ask this in a very vague way just because it's uh, it, it, it's it'll give you kind of room to answer it how you want to answer it. But why music? Well, <laughs> you, made, you made the first noise, Kristen. So you it makes me it. feel good. Um, honestly, because I tried so many other things when um, people around me said that it wasn't a career. And every single one of them kept bringing me back to doing this. So at some point, I was like, I should probably just give in. And it's the best thing I ever did. Yeah, I have to kind of agree there. Um, I have to say, because it was the first thing that came natural to me. And and it just stuck with me ever since. And it, I mean, just like the guitar chord thing, natural, one day. Mm. And ever, I mean, I just, I've had a love for music. And another reason, I think, too, is because I, I'm around it like 24 seven with my family, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. everybody had a guitar. Anytime I went to visit like my grandmother or my uncle, they'd be out playing blues, you know, or something like that. Bluegrass music actually. Mm-hmm. So just developed a love for it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, and for me, it's just, it's healing. Like it really is my therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, since I can remember, and there was a, like I, like I said earlier, there was about five or six years that, yeah, fear was holding me back. I, I legit like quit. I was writing still, but that was it. I was like, I don't have to share these songs with anyone. I can keep them to myself. You know, I don't need to put, put it out there. Um, but there is something so beautiful, so special about sharing them and then, and then letting other people you know, feel something too. And, and maybe they find hope and healing through their journey because that song really resonates with them. So you just never know who it might help. You never know who it might touch and it's worth sharing. And I just think that, um, yeah, it's, I, I think that's why we have music. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree with Drew on that. It's definitely been a lot of therapy for me over the years. And pretty much every time I have a really hard struggle in my life, I'm either just sitting in a room with my guitar singing or just singing random Broadway tunes somewhere or whatever it may be. I'm always just singing it out because it's it's like a way of kind of like releasing all of those emotions and having somewhere yeah. for them to go. But then yeah. also you make something really beautiful out of maybe a hard time. Yeah, and it connects us, you know, it's it's just- it's really You're connected cool. with your audience. And, and it's amazing, like when you have that own song that you're really, you're, you've probably been afraid, you know, to get out there. And then once you do, and you're connecting with someone who feels the same way, it's just an amazing feeling that you can't explain. Right. Yeah. For absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, so where can everybody kind of find you on social media, uh, your new single when it releases and all that fun stuff? Uh, well, we are at Highway Women everywhere We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but you can find all the links to our stuff at highwaywomen.com. So, awesome, awesome. so follow um, us. Yay! Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We'll make sure we, uh, uh, when the uh, single drops, I already put it on my personal playlist, like the pre save link. Uh, I'll throw that in the Thank comment you. section here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when the uh, song actually drops, I'll put it on the uh, live and amplified uh, 
official Spotify playlist. I, I don't like calling it the official Spotify playlist because it's like, it's really just my playlist, but just independent music. But, you know, it's cool. Awesome. Um, so, so, <laughs> I so, appreciate it. Yeah, that's, you know, and um, so once it releases there, we'll do that or we'll put that out. Um, and I can't wait to see what the music video looks like. You know, it's just, I, you know, being an old film guy, it's like, that that's always really interesting, you know, just kind of seeing how visual co- concepts of a music uh, music kind of come to come to life. So I'm really excited to see how that turns out, and uh, hopefully when the, you guys get ready to release your next single or a full length project or whatever, you know, I'd love to have you guys back on, and you know, we'll For definitely sure. be staying in contact. So. Um, but once again, really appreciate your time. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation we had. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Thank so you. Bye. 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 Bye.